0: You are listening to the Direct Booking Success podcast, bringing you all the information you need for your short-term rental to stand out from the crowd. I'm your host, Jen Boyles. As an owner and manager myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the hospitality industry. I'm here to help, so you too can have Direct Booking Success. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Direct Booking Success podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyles, and today I have Annie Sloan, who is the co-founder and CEO of the Host Co. with me. So welcome, Annie. Thank you, Jen. It's great to be here. It is just wonderful to have you. I just I've enjoyed our pre-podcast chats, and I can't wait to get into everything today. Can you is somebody's just waking up under a rock? Can you tell them who Annie Sloan is, please? Yes, so I
1: am, of course, CEO and co-founder of a company called The Host Co. And we make software that helps short-term rental hosts very easily offer upsells and add a new revenue stream to all of their listings. I am also a short-term rental host. So created this product because I had short-term rentals and was facing these upselling issues in my own rentals. Besides that, I live in California but spent much of my youth also growing up in Canada. So I'm kind of a, I'm a hybrid, if you will.
0: (laughs) That's right. A hybrid. Love it. Love it. Okay, so let's get into your background because you said you're a short-term rental host. How long have you had these properties that you've been um, renting out? So
1: I started renting out my apartment in Craigslist, arbitrage style, right? I didn't own it, in San Francisco before Airbnb existed. So I- First rental I ever did was on Craigslist, which is really sketchy. I don't yeah. recommend that to anyone ever. But successively, because I was living in San Francisco and working in San Francisco, right at that kind of cusp of technology time, right? I would say, I want to go to Guatemala for a month, right? Or I want to go to the Southeast. I want to go travel. So I would do renting out. And then with Airbnb starting successive apartments in San Francisco, and now I have vacation rentals in Joshua Tree.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. I love it. And I love how you basically was doing the model before (laughs) Airbnb started. No regulation. I would say, oh, send me a picture
1: of your of your license. Like no regulation, no insurance. Again, products have improved. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sketchy. Sketchy is the right word. And also being in the same city where Airbnb started. I think that's brilliant. That is great. Okay, so how did the Host Co, how did this idea come about? So you're you're renting out your own places so you can go traveling. How did you get into sort of the upsells and what you wanted to provide? When did Joshua Tree and your rentals come into, into that story? They came in
1: a bit later. In the last probably five years, I turned to real renting. But how the host co came about is my co founder, his name's Michael. He's great if anyone meets him. He and I met as producer directors at HGTV, and we worked on all manner of shows curve appeal, landscape smart, design to sell, design on a done, color splash. I could go on. All those, a lot of those shows are rinse and repeat. As some of you guys know, but he left in, I'm going to say, 2008 with a designer from HGTV, and they started a real estate and property management company in the Joshua Tree area. So what they would do is they would flip houses really quickly uh, because, of course, I mean, that's our secret skill. I could flip a house in no time after I've done it on TV for years and years, right? They would flip these houses, vacation destinations, furnish them, and they would sell them as a ready-to-go vacation rental. So here are the keys. Do you want us to rent it tomorrow? The listing's already up. We already have the permit know anything else you need and they would sell that at a premium because as many of you know too if you're making your own listings especially the first few listings oh what wi-fi do we need oh what kind of gate do we you know what kind of lockbox do we need this is it's all done for you here you go so Mm -hmm. they built up this very large and they also ran the property management company so they were still getting 25 percent of the revenue on every property they sold on the rentals really smart model smart very smart. And also beautiful, beautiful design, too. So, of course, you're going to want that. The photos are already done. Right. So Michael and I, for years, would talk about, hey, our guests are asking the same questions over and over again and we're not able to fulfill them or they're asking them in a very singular way. They're going to text you at midnight. Hey, we're 30 miles from a store. We've had two bottles of wine and we ran out of firewood. What do we do? Right. Right. That would just, just yeah. It just happens over and over again. Or, hey, where can we get a massage around here? It's a special occasion. Do you know of any chefs we could bring in? All of these questions, we just saw on repeat. And I am a big data person, and I went, okay, well, I think we can solve this because we know there's a problem, this repeated problem. And also, we're losing out on a lot of money. I mean, be hospitable, but when your guest checks in, it's a sunk cost in most cases, right? There's this joke in Joshua Tree that your guest checks in they crank up the AC and then throw open the windows, right? <laughs> so you yes, start yes. losing money right away. How are we? How are we still able to earn off of their stay throughout the entirety of their stay in a way that actually solves their problem for them? So that's how the hostco started.
0: Okay. Now, when we're talking about upsells, let's talk about sort of hospitality versus upsells. So that yes. we are maybe hospitality and upsells is a better question. What is sort of the difference between the two? What are the kind of things that we should be charging for? What are the things we really should not be charging for?
1: Yes, I think that is people often hear upsells and go, oh, that's so tacky, right? I don't want to offer something to anyone. But if you look at the way hotels do it, that is the way we should be doing it in the short term rental space. You are never selling anything. You are never nickel and diming anybody. You are never saying, oh, it's $2 for a toothbrush. I'm going to charge you for your towels, right? <laughs> yeah. The only, right? I mean, and you would leave immediately. This isn't a hostel, right? And people yeah. are also buying your hospitality and they're also reviewing you, right? So the things that you should be upselling are the things that are outside of a budget that you can afford. So keep giving your welcome basket, keep giving that starter bundle of firewood, but a massage, getting a a vendor to come in and do a massage, a chef, really, you know, big souvenirs, A a bundle of snacks, right? Just give a snack or give a bottle of water, of course. But things that are really just outside the realm of what you can give. Firewood is a really good example because I'll give free firewood, but if I just say unlimited firewood, somehow my guests are roasting a pig back there until six in the morning, right? (laughs) Um, You can't have it be endless. And your guests are accustomed to um, some of those upcharges. So even uh, late checkout, early check-in, you can do that on OTA, but we make it much easier and more profitable for you, which is nice. But uh, pool heating, um, extra pet fee, right? We see fresh flowers is a big one, which we can get vendors to bring in. Mid-stay cleaning, Again, you're not going to give that away for free. Maybe if you're doing, a, you know, $5,000 a night and they're staying for two weeks. But in general, your guests are going to be asking you for things. And once you kind of start listening for it, you go, oh, that's something that I should be charging for and putting in a store. So not only can I charge for it, but they they stop texting me at midnight or my property oh. manager or they're going through the OTA and it should be on your PMS. It just, it makes it a very smooth, um, kind of seamless problem solver.
0: Yeah. And that's a, you can say, okay, I've had guests that have asked for certain things, but then I think, oh, but how am I going to actually do it? I don't want to have to deal with it. Like even tickets to a local attraction or something like that. Or we have wild swimming near us in Liverpool. And, you know, I can arrange for a session. It would be so wonderful if I could just say, just look here, just look on my shop and choose what you want to buy. And then you can decide where to go because there's just less um, manual uh, labor needed. And also the phone calls, yes, you know, two in the morning. Oh, what? Something's wrong with this. Something's wrong with that. So, yeah, got it. All right. So, this is an online shop. It's like having your own store.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can call it a mini market, you can call it a store. And what that store does is it immediately, if you enter your zip code or your province number, wherever you are in the world, it will pull in the vendors that we've already approved in your area. So you don't have to do any of that work. So massage and all of these vendors are generally the same ones that hotels contract. So they're not, you know, Joe Schmo, right? So massage, chef, flowers. If you're in, you know, vacation destinations, it might be ski rental equipment. It might be a natural wine sommelier to come in for your girls weekend. Uh, it might be portrait photography. So it's going to already enable you to offer those local services that we've approved. You can turn them on your yeah. own and then add your own. So if you're like, oh, I live on the farm, you know, we'll do it. We'll put out a blanket and make something romantic for you. Or, hey, my sister's a portrait photographer and I want to add her as a vendor. It will essentially ping her and say, hey, this person wants this thing at this time in this place. Can you fulfill it? And then she can say yes or no, and it'll process the funds and it'll pay her for it. So it's an ecosystem yeah. um, that all of a sudden it removes like the so what you said, not only the questions, but when before we had this, I would give people, okay, yeah, you should call this person at this spa, right? And then yeah. I will get it back. Oh, I think you got the long, you know, wrong phone number. Oh, she's closed now.
0: All the back and forth of like, oh man, let's just let's just get you to that person. Let's take me yeah. out of you. Right. And these are places that your guests are going to want to do anyway. So if they're wanting to rent a bike, you know, they are going to have to then spend time on their phones, looking around your local area to trying to find that right place. If it was in your online shop and you can say, just go to this link, they can go ding, it's done. You're helping them, which is another hospitable action, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And they are generally willing to pay. Not much more, but pay for the convenience. You know, you're mm-hmm. on vacation where you're mm-hmm. going on vacation. You are time poor and cash rich or richer, right? And you don't yeah. want to spend four hours doing that. Just tell me where to go. And if it's through you, not only am I more likely to go there because it's in front of my face, but also because you're my host and you sent it to me. So I'm. it, it just removes the yelping, if yeah. you want.
0: Well, that's it. And I love the idea that it's not just outside suppliers. If there's something that you can do for your guest, that is, that not every guest will want, you know, but some will, that you can then get that that profit from. So things like cooking a meal. I remember going to, I was in a um, villa in Tuscany and the people there um, did a cooking course we, we went and had this we learned how to do some italian dishes and had a big meal with them which was amazing and that would be a perfect opportunity to have as an upsell you know we only did it because we were chatting with them
1: you yeah know? people you know what separates uh what separates upsells from something like airbnb experiences is it is in the house and it is just you so it is not i'm going on a bungee jumping trip i'm going on a bus and then going on a bungee jumping trip with 20 people i've never met right it becomes much more like a hotel uh where it's it fe- it makes your space feel so much more hospitable and takes it to that that next level so it's not just a you know rent for the day
0: yeah yeah that's right and i think it's it's a great thing to be using in your marketing as well because we have to lean into that experience that, you know, people aren't coming to rent your place just because it's a great place and they want to sleep in your beds. They're coming because they want to have that experience of your local area, do things that they normally wouldn't do. And with that, they know they're going to have to have some extra cash with them to do these things. And what if it's a life in a once in a lifetime trip, you know, yeah. people are going to say, hey, I'm. This is it. I want to splash that cash and get some some amazing experiences. And why not have a cut of the action, to put it crassly? But also, you're providing that hospitality for them because they're going to remember who 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 hooked them up with that experience.
1: Yeah, yeah. We had we had a rental in Joshua Tree rebrand to be a wellness destination. Very smart of them. And they only had amenities through their Host Coast store. So they had nary a yoga mat, probably even at their house. But because they had a Host Coast store that connected those instant amenities, they had a Reiki healer, a sound bath person, massage. They had private yoga. They had vegan charcuterie board delivery. So all of a sudden, they just become this much more robust destination that you can advertise pre-booking, and then you can advertise for rebooking as well oh, look at these cool features we have now. And you don't have to do any, you don't have to, you know, you have to rearrange the furniture to do it.
0: Mm -hmm. So give us some more ideas of upsells that can truly add value. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll
1: tell you some really interesting ones because they tend to really spark conversation too. Yeah. Um, Okay. and, And creativity. So we had a host who connected a mobile tattoo artist for the week of Coachella. And Whoever rented that, great. You can purchase for you and your friends. We had to make sure that was legal. I will tell you that first. Yes. We had a host that connected. And we we onboard uh, interesting vendors as well, but a host that connected beer burros, which um, were donkeys that would walk around the property with saddlebags full of beer. Um, great. If you have a bachelor bachelorette party destination, do something like that. We can find companies for you or you can find companies to do that. We certainly have people who've done uh, birthday party decor uh, with holidays. Uh, if you are nearby and you are uh, willing to do this, we also have vendors in certain places that will do this um, holiday decor, everything from the yeah. tree to stockings, if that's your thing to, you know, extra little tchotchkes in the space. And you can upcharge for that. And people are so grateful, especially if they have to travel for what if visiting family or you know, elderly relatives and they have to travel, just something something cool like that. We've seen on-site sales. Some of our stores do on-site sales only. So on-site sales being things like souvenirs, you know, local goods that they've curated, which is great. If you're more involved, you can do that on your store and we will essentially prevent your guests from knowing where those things are until on their receipt. We have a woman in North Carolina. All she sells is holiday ornaments in the shape of North Carolina. That's it. That's all she sells. Good for her. If that's what she wants to sell, wonderful. And other people who offer tons of wellness services. Wellness is a huge seller. If you're somewhere cold, having things on site for sale, hand warmers, extra hats. You can also brand things. Again, if you are going to be more involved in a larger property management company, brand things to your property management company. Hats, scarves, and often those things are too expensive for you to just give away. Again, if it's a very expensive rental, you should be giving that away for free, right? But people generally are going to be really grateful. And we see people leaving their rooms, oh, they saved my life. They had a hangover kit. Oh, they had, oh, this is a funny one. Mobile IV hydration. I don't know if you've heard of these companies that will do, it's a nurse. (laughs) We had this, you know, it's a Super Bowl in Phoenix that we had balloon arch in the shape of the team colors. We had a charcuterie board. In the shape of the different teams, which I, I didn't even know was possible. And if it's your guys' weekend and there's 10 of you, 10 guys, of course you're going to get it. Other big ones that people have already on site, extra recycling pickup. Again, big party, sitting outside, it's gathering bees or whatever, right? Um, hey, $25 extra recycling pickup. In big cities, we see people doing luggage storage, which I always recommend. If they're there early, store it for free. You need to yeah. be, again, you need to be hospitable. But if you're in New York City and space is a premium or any other big city, after they leave, hey, it's, it's $15. And if you can automate that through um, a room that has a key or something like that, and they can do it themselves or yeah.
0: exterior. Yeah, thinking- and I know of companies that actually are providing that service. So that would be a good connection there that yeah. you don't even have to get involved with. You just connect that company to your store and let them deal with that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and then you're making generally on affiliate services. So we have quite a few that are baby equipment, rental, ticketing for any museum ticketing stuff. We have rental car now. We have, and we also have upcoming insurance on any of these things. If you have a chef, you can say cancellation insurance, a uh, bike, boat, etc. All of those things you can have in your store. We're seeing now, we're opening in Europe next year, eSIM cards, because most people, if they're coming yeah. from another country... They're going to have to Google e cards anyway. Why not give you 10%, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's great. So you're U.S. right now, Canada really
1: soon, really soon. I'm hoping December. It might be January, but it's looking okay. like this.
0: So any day now. Any moment. Canada. Any yeah. moment. Um, and then heading over to Europe and starting in the U.K., are you? We are starting actually in Portugal. We, right? Sorry, yeah, you told me. Yeah, Poor yeah Portugal. We have a
1: partnership with the tourism, Turismo Portugal, because there's so many, particularly UK and American tourists coming to Portugal, and there's all these very small. Sometimes it's not even. It's not Airbnb. It's not Vermo. It's direct or these small hotels, uh, and there is a language barrier and a currency barrier and the upselling barrier. And what we do is. Our stores, you can share them on WhatsApp. You can share them over text. However, they're a web link, essentially. So it works really well for really small providers who are like, oh, if, I, if you can set up and if you can sell something on eBay, you can set up a HostCo store. That's what I like to say.
0: Yeah. And then. No, say, I love and- it. because Yeah. Because I used to have a Shopify store years ago. In a previous life, I, sho- I sold uh, organic cotton Turkish towels. You know, who would have thought? (laughs) But I had a Shopify store. So I kind of get the idea of setting up your own store. And I I love the idea that this is even easier than that, that the store is there for you. And that network of uh, existing suppliers and vendors that you can plug into, you don't even have to find them yourself. They're already there. And then the option of adding your own, so, if you had um, a boat on your property that was an an upsell, obviously if it's if it's a boat only access, you might have to actually include your boat in the rental. Yes. but <laughs> but if it was more of a of a, a leisure kind of activity, um, I think that's a great thing. So if anybody who was thinking about this, do you have any ideas or tips on how to sort of start? With your upsells, like you think, okay, this sounds like a good idea, maybe just one or two properties. How's the best way to get started?
1: Um, one, so using the host HostCo, it's free. We get a commission on sale. So first of all, you could just go and try it and there's nothing, there's no downside to trying it. The second thing is sell four things. Don't start with 40 things. Also, it starts to look like the brochure rack at a Best Western. If you are offering 40 different things, your guest gets paralyzed, but maybe that's late checkout, massage therapy, and maybe it's a, a pool pass if you need to sell a pool pass, right? Most of our top sellers have four things that they, maybe they'll have 10 things in their store, but they sell four consistently. And you will pretty quickly see what those four things are. Oh, this thing sells every single week, right? Every single, we had a, someone that made $2,000 in a quarter uh, this, this year, just on firewood alone so figure out what those few things are and sell those also most importantly is share your store or short however you're doing upsells right after they book so we're just a web link and you can add that to your automated messaging on airbnb verbo direct i mean we let's just say direct because we're all looking to go direct right right after they book because that is you know airlines do that now where oh do you want a rental car that's exactly where you want to have that is we're so thanks for booking. We're so excited to have you stay. If you'd like anything while you're here, check out our store, because that also yeah. gives them lead time. So just communicating that you have that ahead of time is is fantastic. Also, including specifics in your listing when you're talking about it, because that also makes you more competitive. So there may be 30 cabins in your area, but you're the only one even show a picture of it. They can do massage or can do s'mores kits, right? Or whatever it is that you have to offer or ski rental delivery, right? Make sure you're just messaging that so they know specifically what it is because they start, you know, as soon as you book something, you start to imagine yourself there and like, oh, we're by the fire. Make sure that's included in that process. Make sure,
0: yeah. Well, and that's it. It's that anticipation of that holiday, of that vacation. And that is the perfect time to get in touch that's why we talk about staying in touch with your guests after they've booked. You know, don't go silent on them because they're like, okay, where is this person? Where am I staying? You know, I've, I've got a holiday. They want to imagine themselves. That, that's the exciting bit. I had cousins going to New York from England, Scotland, actually, and they were going for a couple of weeks, just weeks to just in New York City. And beforehand, the excitement, oh my goodness, the places they were going to go to. Once they were there, and people got sick, and they realized that New York is like very big, very yeah. loud, a yeah. lot of, you know, inbound energy. They were like, wow, you know? <laughs> so I think that in that kind of situation, if I'd gone to them during their trip and said, hey, do you wanna do this? Do you wanna do that? They'd probably been yeah. like, yeah, maybe not. But yeah. beforehand, the enthusiasm was off the charts, you know? They were going to New York City. They wanted to go to shows. They wanted to go to this place that was in this movie and have a donut here and do this and see the guy, you know, the guy in his underwear and his guitar and Times Square and, you know, all these things. <laughs> but once they got there, they realized, oh my goodness, this is a lot. Yeah. You know, that enthusiasm, and that's just natural. That's natural, you know, that, that enthusiasm starts to, to wane. But I think I like what you were saying about Picking those sort of four things that yeah. you know that would sell. And it's getting into your ideal guest and who they are, what they want, your location. You know, if you're near a, a, a trail that for bikes, well, there you go. If that's something your guest is coming there to do, provide that. Who wants to bring their bike with them? Unless there's some elite athlete, then of course yeah. they probably sleep with their bike. But that's a whole other story. But yeah. It's, you know, what are they going to bring? You know, not have to worry about bringing skis and boots and poles or or whatever it is. I know yeah. it's a great, it's a great idea. Do you have any really great stories you'd like to tell us? Some of the more, I know you told us about the tattoo and the the beer, the beer donkeys
1: I will say one of the best possible stories we had is we had a property manager in wine country in Southern California. And she signed up for the host co and less than a week later and you sign up and you're like, oh, I'll see if this works. I hope it works. We also have QR codes for you, all that, if you want magnets. But I think everyone signs up and they're like, oh, it's kind of a new thing. So in her first week, one guest bought $3,600 in amenities. Oh, my goodness. Four girls weekend, wine country, four massages, a chef's dinner for eight and a late checkout. Wow. What? And she was asleep. This is the best part. She was asleep. And then the next day she wrote us. And these are our, you know, with your own services, you keep the revenue. So if you're selling firewood, you're keeping your revenue. If you're selling phone chargers, you're keeping your revenue. If it's a suggested provider, you still keep 10% of the revenue. So she woke up and she emailed us and she said, "I did I just make $360 while I was sleeping? And I thought, this is exactly why we're doing this. Because people are... People generally, as guests, they're going to do other things and generally eclipse their nightly booking rate with the stuff they want to do while they're there. And if mm-hmm. you just kind of give them a nudge in the right direction as the host, they're like, oh, this is there you go. I mean, that's yeah. the, that's the highest sale. We've seen some three boat, big boat, pontoon boat rentals. Plus, we can do insurance for it. But in the 3000 range. But I was like, this is the best story ever because she started less than a week ago. Right. That's a that's high cool. point as a business owner. right? <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, that really is. That's really cool. And what, what about people coming back? Like, how is this helping with people's direct booking? you talk about it before we can talk about it in our marketing, but what about return guests? Oh, this is so cool with direct booking and I am way pro
1: direct booking. It is a way having amenities is a way to, um, add something new for returning guests. So you know how you're going to have a marketing stream with return booking? Hey, and often it, the message is, we have a discount for you, or get it get 20% off, et cetera. One, ah, that's fine. Two, you can only say that so many times, right? But when you have amenities and you switch them out, particularly seasonally, you have a new reason to reach out to your guests. Hey, we're offering holiday decor, right? This summer... We are we have a Reiki healer that's available for our guests. So it actually creates such better, more sticky marketing messaging, because if your guest is going to get five things from other people that say discount, 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 and you don't want to give a discount anyway. What is the the value add? What is the plus that you are offering? And that is going to get them to come back. That not only is going to get them to come back, but if their friends see it. I mean, think about the beer burrow, people taking photos and putting it on Instagram. Oh, where did you stay? I want that too. So it, it, it really is a marketing, it, it adds creativity to your marketing in a way that you can't do if you're always saying the same thing.
0: Yes, very, very true. Very true. And I love that idea of switching them out seasonally. I think that is brilliant. And discounts, like I am not a big discounter. I just think, you know, we're already providing so much. You know, the majority of people, hosts are providing so much. And little return with people don't understand all the charges and the issues that go behind the scenes. But the idea of bringing back guests and getting more money, then doing that message, come back for a discount, you know, and they're getting, that's giving them more value. I can see that being more perceived value for them and their stay for their memories than, hey, I got, you know, 20% off. And who even knows what 20% is, you know?
1: Yeah, Yeah. I always know that my margins go to dish sponges and Windex. I'm like, where does all this, where does the money go? It's going back. So, you know, I'm on a really tight budget with my own rentals. How do I just add that little bit incremental? I mean, not that little, but instead of take it away, because there's nothing, to be honest, there isn't much that can be taken away,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah, that is right. Well, I have loved this. I think it's a great product. I'm so glad that you're opening up for more of the world now that the States is under control. You've got that yeah. dominated. So now you're going to move on. That's great. Canada's next, of course. That is brilliant. So I have to ask you, what does direct booking success mean to you? Direct booking success
1: means to me, this may be an odd answer. your for your first direct booking. Because once you have done that, you overcome the hurdle. You've had someone, particularly if it's from SEO, you're like, I did it. I set up my systems enough that it is now possible and you can only go up from there. It is just getting to that first part and getting off of the Airbnb. If it's, if it's someone rebooking, sure. But if it's a new booking, I mean, that to me is ring-a-ding-ding. I did it and I know how to replicate it and do more of it.
0: I love that answer. That is a, that is the most different. that's a very different answer than what I normally get because I ask this in every interview, and that is great because yeah, it's that hurdle, isn't it? Yeah, you you make it such a big thing in your mind. Ten. Oh, direct booking. I want to do this. How do I do it? And then that first one comes in. It's like I've done it. Yeah, I've really done it. Now I yeah. want more. And I guess it's the same with having your own store with the host code because you get that first booking. Yeah. You know, that first sell and you're like, yes, I've done it. I know what I'm doing now. The confidence grows.
1: Yeah. It's almost like, okay, I finally got that off my list and now the system is set up and now it can grow primarily on its own. I don't need to do very much.
0: Yes. Yeah. Great. So I'm going to add a link to your website in the show notes. For anyone listening, thehost.co. So an easy, easy website there. And where's the best place for people to connect with you?
1: Through our website, thehost.co on Instagram. We have one of the biggest communities on Instagram, I think, for short-term rental hosts. There's about 20,000 of us on there. and We're always talking about just tips in general. And
0: that's at the host company on Instagram brilliant i'll put those links in the show notes thank you annie uh, the original annie sloan i have to say <laughs> <laughs> if anybody is it's familiar with the paint lady this is the original annie sloan yes. there in california <laughs> so thank you annie for coming on this has been brilliant
1: thank you this has been so fun and i really look forward to seeing more direct bookings and hearing more from you.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Direct Booking Success podcast. For more information about this episode and others, head to the website directbookingsuccess.com slash podcast. See you next time.